It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. In the marshlands of central Florida, it's the Riley and Jimmy Show. A heavy, ominous stillness falls over the swamp. The Riley and Kimmy Show. And welcome to this episode, number 1,592. It's a wacky kind of day. The reason is because it's a Wednesday, and being a wacky Wednesday, we have to have somebody wacky in the studio, and that's... Jimmy! I got one name! Get it! Hello, everybody! Hello, everybody! 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 Hi there, I'm your host, Patrick Riley. I am the villain of the story. That's so true, villain of all the episodes of the Riley and Kimmy Show. The hero is right next to me. She's the hero and she's a little... Riley and Kimmy Show is proud to welcome Kimmy to the studios. Hello, Kimmy. Hello. And how are you? I'm doing great. Yes, I'm sure you're quite happy because it's a wacky kind of day, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Wednesday. Kimmy is actually dancing in the studio. I can't believe it. She loves the Wednesday song. And I hope you enjoy the Wednesday song. You can listen to the Riley and Kimmy show any day of the week. That's right. Not just Wednesday. And the show can be listened to on you know any day, any hour. That's right. You can listen on iHeartRadio, iTunes, SoundCloud, or just from our website or from social media. We have all the shows linked on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. Oh boy, WordPress, uh, the list goes on and on and on. And you can find all those links on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And being Wednesday, it is wacky. It's also something else. What is it, Kimmy? It's New Comic Book Day. And over here is my comic book collection. Feel free to browse. There's a box of disposable reading gloves on the nightstand. That's right, throughout the country. Brand new product at comic book stores. You can find new uh, comic books, new graphic novels, trade paperbacks, also statues and toys and, and apparel, and so much more. That's true. And you can find your local comic book shop. There's a link on our website. You can find your local comic book shop. Just type in a zip code, and it'll take you right there. You can find that local comic book shop locator at RileyandKimmy.com. And by the way, speaking of comic books, we are just a little over a week away from something called Free Comic Book Day. That is right. Now, Free Comic Book Day happens throughout the country. Matter of fact, internationally at participating comic book stores. It's a well, a, a, an honor of comic books, but actually its original concept was a twofold thing. It was to introduce people to comic book stores or comic books that had never... Uh, either been to a comic book store or read a comic book, or reintroduce those. And also it served as a purpose for anti-illiteracy. It was a, you know to encourage reading. That is still there. I don't know how much it is, actually, to be honest. I don't see it touted at too many comic book shops uh, across the country, the you know encouraging reading factor. And I think that's quite sad because that's a key factor for 
younger individuals. And that's mm-hmm. the thing that is really missing at comic book stores throughout the country is younger individuals. If you go to a free comic book day, you might notice a lot of older people at free comic book day. That's right. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's a great place to hang out and also talk about the movies that just happen to be out at the time of free comic book day. It's scheduled right at that time. And it just happens to be Avengers Infinity War. It'd be your opportunity to compare notes with other uh, moviegoers mm-hmm. or cosplay, possibly as Black Panther, Black Widow, Captain America, or maybe the big bad guy, Thanos. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I know some people don't even really need much makeup uh, to, go, <laughs> to go as Thanos. Check out your local comic book shops to find out who is participating in Free Comic Book Day. Various ones have sales. Where you can you know get things off on statues and things like that. They do have free comic books. Uh, it's it's very it varies a different one. Some it's you know a couple. Some it's ten. It just depends on the store and their generosity. One of the things I want to point out is free comic book day is not free to the comic book stores. They actually pay for those comic books that they're giving away. Yes, they do. The distributors, DC and Marvel and independents, do not provide them for free to the comic book stores. So it can be rather pricey to the comic book stores. Mm-hmm. So support your local comic book store. Help them out. Some of them actually need this. They treat it sort of like a Black Friday. It's a, a do or die for them. An example in Orlando, which does have a, a large share of comic book stores. One just announced before we uh, recorded this episode that it is no more. It's going out of business at the end of the month. And according to my sources, another will be joining it by the end of the year. So it's not uncommon for them to pass on. It's a sad thing. Mm-hmm. But comic book stores do pass on. And you can prevent that from happening by supporting your local comic book shop. Tell your friends about it. It's a great place to take somebody if they've never been to one. There are so many we cannot recommend just one. That is right. And the best thing is do talk to your friends, see which ones they go to. And we also have a comic book locator, a comic book store locator. On our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's right. Check that out. Also on our website is all of our archived episodes, celebrity interviews, videos, and more. And what is our web address? RileyandKimmy.com. Find archived podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. I'm Patrick Riley. I'm Kimmy. We're the Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. We're available for your next event in Florida. Please consider the Riley and Kimmy Show for your pop culture or nostalgia-based event. Art shows. Exhibitions. Festivals. Grand openings. Home and garden shows. Car shows. Collectible shows. Conventions. Animal and pet-related events. Let us promote your event with customized commercials and interviews. Live on-site promotions and podcasts. Please contact us on Facebook Messenger. All communications kept confidential. Pop culture escapism. The Riley and Kimmy Show. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Shall we play again? That's a question for Wacky. Way back Wednesday, does Kimmy want to challenge her brain cells with a thrilling game of yesteryear? What say you, Kimmy? Oh, well, yeah. All right. The timeline for trivia has been adjusted, meaning it's not all in linear or chronological order. 
some of its wacky for a Wednesday. Help Kimmy out with answers. She believes in time travel answers, so talk to whatever listening device you have the Riley and Kimmy show playing on right now. It could be anything because we are mobile. We are global. You can take us anywhere on planet Earth on that laptop, desktop, tablet, and so much more. Help her out. She's in your past, and you are in her future. She actually believes you two can communicate. Moving to the very first question we have for you, Kimmy. Kind of sounds like the way uh, Kimmy drives. Uh, anyhow, it was on this date in history, Kimmy, in New York, New York City, or actually the state, New York State. It became the first state to require license plates for cars. What year did this happen within 10 years? 1930. You are off a little bit. It was 1901, and that first license plate cost how much? Oh, um, a dollar? You are right. That's a lot back then, though. Uh-huh. Remember your author game that you talked about in previous episodes of the Riley and Kimmy show? Uh-huh. I think we'll tap into that. Books! Books! All the books I'll need! All the books! All the books I'll ever want! All the books I want! All the books! Next question we have for you, Kimmy, is you either have a choice. Do you want me to give you the name of the author and you tell me what he's famous for, or do you want me to give you the name of the book and you tell me the name of the author? Oh, well, give me the book. The book is Robinson Crusoe. Mm. Who is that author? 1719, that book was published. Mm, afraid not. Yeah, it's Daniel Defoe. Have you ever read that one? No. Was it part of your author's game? No. All right, moving to another section of trivia. Look at that one. That one looks like a dog. Oh, it is a dog. What? Oh, we're not allowed to have dogs in my apartment. Hey. I like dogs. Kimmy, it was on this date. A seeing eye dog was used for the first time within 10 years. When did this happen? Oh, 1890. It was 1928. Moving to the world of science. We're looking for the decade, Kimmy. It was on this date. The prototype of the first solar battery was announced by Bell Laboratories in New York City. Did this happen in the 1950s, 1960s, 1970s, or 1980s? 1950s? You were paying attention, yes. You're, you're right. It was 1954 to be exact. It was on this date, 1962. I will stress this again because in the past when we've talked about this subject matter, you said you, you, you would have known if you just had heard the date right. It was 1962. Do you got that, Kimmy? Mm-hmm. The United States Spacecraft Ranger... Crashes into what? The moon? The moon. Yes, Kimmy is right, and the moon was blue because of that. It was on this date, 1974. This song is released. You tell me the name of the song. I thought a little wild time had just begun. I guess you kind of scared yourself. You turn and run. If you have a change of heart Can you tell me the name of that song? Ricky, don't lose that number Ricky, don't lose that number You don't want to call nobody else Send it off in a letter to your 
Kimmy, can you tell me who had that as a hit? Ricky. Ricky, don't lose that number. Yeah, that's the name of the song. Ricky. But who had the hit? Lucy here, Ricky. No, that's not who had the hit. Who had the hit? Steely Dan. Wow. Can't wait. At an upcoming Riley and Kimmy show appearance, Kimmy will be singing and doing her impersonations. Let's see if she does the next one. The year is 1977. This person records at a concert they they are, well, holding in Saginaw, Michigan. Three of their songs later appear on the album called Moody Blue. Can you identify who it is? Here's one of the songs. All of my resistance Who is that, Kimmy? Elvis. That's right, Elvis. And Way Down, by the way, did chart quite well. Did number one on the country charts. It was number 18 on the Billboard Hot 100 and number 14 on the Billboard Hot AC Adult Contemporary Charts. This was released after his death. Moving somewhere else on the timeline. It's 1998. This person is questioned by Whitewater prosecutors on videotape about her work as a private lawyer. Tell me, who is it? Well, I looked forward to being able to tell the grand jury um, what I know, um, to be able to answer their questions. Um, I, like everyone else, would like to know the answer about how those documents uh, showed up after all these years. It would have been certainly to my advantage in trying to bring this uh, matter to a conclusion if they had been uh, found several years ago. Can you tell me who that is? Hillary Clinton. That's right. 2003, this recording artist announces her, well, retirement. She says she's done. She does that on her website. Who is it? But nothing, I said nothing can. Retires or says they're going to retire on this date, 2003. Sinead O'Connor. Celebrity and notable birthdays. Kimmy, this person, let's see how well you know your history. Uh, this person, born 1874, inventor. He is credited as the inventor of radio. Who is it? Marconi. That's right. I was going to give you a clue that a certain award is uh, given under his name. Now, speaking of awards and broadcasting, this individual was born on this date, 1908. There is an award given out, well, for excellence in journalism. He was an American broadcast journalist, Kimmy. Born on this date, 1908. See if you can tell me who it is. This is no time for men who oppose Senator McCarthy's methods to keep silent, or for those who approve. We can deny our heritage and our history, but we cannot escape responsibility for the result. There is no way for a citizen of a republic to abdicate his responsibilities. As a nation, we have come into our full inheritance at a tender age. We proclaim ourselves as indeed we are, the defenders of freedom wherever it continues to exist in the world. But we cannot defend freedom abroad 
by deserting it at home. George Clooney played in a movie about him under that title of his name. Can you tell me who it is, Kimmy? Mm, I cannot. That's Edward R. Murrow, born in the state 1908, died 1965 at the age of 57. Next person, entertainer, singer, Kimmy, known as the first lady of song. Born 1917. See if you can identify who it is. I'll buy you a diamond ring, my friend, if it makes you feel all right. I'll get you anything, my friend, if it makes you feel all right. For I don't care too much for money, for money can't buy me love. Who is it? Oh, I don't know. One more clue, Kimmy. Her cover version of Mac the Knife Did Chart. Can you tell me who that is? Mm, I still can't. Kimmy, known in the 1970s going into the 1980s for a certain uh, tape commercial. Is it live or is it blank? Ella? That's right. She has a last name. Can you do it or not? Ella Fitzgerald. That's right. Lady Ella, born in the state 1917. Tell me why this next person is on the famous list, Kimmy. Born 1932. His name, Meadowlark Lemon. He was a basketball player. That's correct. Can you tell me what team he played for for 22 years? Harlem Globetrotters. That's right. He played in more than 16,000 games for the Globetrotters. Wow. Next person celebrating a birthday wants you to identify who it is. Tell me how old he is. Within five years, this is a short clue, so pay attention. Oh, that's um, Al Pacino. Yes, Al Pacino is having a birthday today. How old is he? 76. You're almost right. He's 78 today, so you do get it within the buffer. Next individual, actress celebrating a birthday. Kimmy, tell me who it is and how old she is once you identify her. She was in the movie Jerry Maguire, 1996, Chicago in 2007. She won an Academy Award for her performance in Cold Mountain in 2003. What's that rake for? It ain't for gardening, that's for sure. Number one, you got a horse? I can plow all day. I'm a worker. Number two, ain't no man better than me. Because there ain't no man around who ain't old or full of mischief. I know your plight. My plight? Am I hard to hear? Because you keep repeating everything. I ain't looking for money. I never cared for it. Now it ain't worth nothing. I expect to board and eat at the same table. I ain't a servant if you get my meaning. People's going to have to empty their own night jars is my point. And I don't expect to work whilst you sit around and watch, neither. Right. Right. Is that a yes or a no? She acted opposite Nicole Kidman in that movie and Jude Law. Can you tell me who it is? Mm, no. No clue. No. Chicago doesn't help? Mm-mm. Jerry Maguire? Mm-mm. No. Renee Zellweger, having a birthday today. How old is she within five years? Um, 40. She would give you the biggest hug on planet Earth. Definitely a fist bump. She is 49 today. I see dead people. Notable deaths, famous people, celebrities who died on this date in history. This next person, I have a feeling you would not know by name, but you know what he did, Kimmy. His name is Don Wilson. He passed away in 1982. He was a TV announcer and 
personality. He was part of somebody's radio program and television program for decades. Tell me, who made Don Wilson famous? What show was he part of? Wait a minute. We're not going through that. My show was not down. My show was never down. What are you talking about? It was down. It was not. I thought it was down. <laughs> you keep out of it. Was not down. It was too down. Now I earned that plaque and I want it. Oh, you want it, hey? Yes. All right, brother, you're gonna get it. <laughs> this is the last time I'll ever honor anybody on my show. Whose show is it? That is Jack Benny. Yes, he was part of the Jack Benny show forever, and Jack actually hits him over the head with the plaque. And hmm. you can find that one on classic television. The two of them were really good friends, actually. They were. There's a great interview with Don Wilson shortly before his death, a few years before his death. He was part of Tom Snyder's show, that late night program. Remember it, Kimmy? Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Tom interviewed him with some others from television of the 1950s. It's a fantastic uh, episode to check out. You can find that, I'm sure, on you know certain streaming services. Just use Don Wilson and Tom Snyder as your search. The year is 1995. This game show host dies at the age of 74, Kimmy. He was the original host of Jeopardy. Who is it? Look at the board now as we all play Jeopardy. Thank you. All right, my friends, viewers, and players, the day's new category is play it by ear. Then it's followed by sports. Four-letter words, animals, travel and tourism, and showbiz. Contestants, you know the rules. When you hear this sound... Now we know it means that the round is over. And Kim, Kent, and Karen, the three Ks, make up the panel this day. And Karen, this is your second try for the championship. It is up to you to please start today's game. Can you tell me who that is? I can't. His face was on game show boxes for over years. If you remember, they used to have the Jeopardy game. Mm. And and do you remember him at all? That's yeah, Art Fleming, who, by the way, if you are listening to this and you had the opportunity to see him perform those uh, programs live, or actually, he would take Jeopardy on the road and perform it in certain you know local areas example like st louis and things like that he'd have local jeopardy nights and mm. stuff like that certain you know chamber of commerces would bring him in and stuff like that and he would do that for years clear i think into the 80s uh right before maybe even before he died mm. next individual kimmy passed away on this date in 1995 an american actress dancer and singer she dies at the age of 83 she was a major movie star during the golden age of Hollywood and is often considered as an American icon. She ranks number 14 on the AFI's 100 Years, 100 Stars list of female stars of classic American cinema. Now, during her long career, she made 73 films and is best remembered for musical films, co-starring with Fred Astaire. Tell me, who died on this date? Here she is talking about her start in showbiz when i was uh, well actually i won a charleston contest when i was 12 and so that is the thing that started me off i had no desire to be in show business because it just i was so in love with just people who were in show business that it didn't occur to me that it was something i could do so when i won this this threw me on the stage and from the contest i was automatically put on the stage to perform my winning and so I did this down this, you know, Fort Worth, Houston, San Antonio, Galveston, Austin, all those places. And then from there on, agents saw me and said, why don't you go to New York? Mother says, no, she's green. Kimmy, can you tell me who that is? Who passed away on this date at the age of 83 in 1995? 
Ginger Rogers. That's right. And by the way, Ginger Rogers was married five times with all of her marriages ending in divorce. Moving to somebody else who passed away on this date, 2002, Lisa Lopez dies at the age of 30 in an auto accident. What girl group was she part of? TLC. That's right. Somebody else who passed away on this date, 2007. Recording artist died at the age of 69, an American singer-songwriter known for this number one hit. It was number one on the Billboard Hot 100, October 20th through the 27th, 1962. That means Halloween time. Tell me, who died on this date? I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from his slab began to rise and suddenly... To my surprise, he did the monster man. It was a graveyard smash. It caught on in a flash. He did the monster man. Gimme, who passed away 2007? Who recorded the monster mash? I don't know. Yeah, that's impossible. A song that has played so many times. I know you've heard that probably 100,000 oh, times. Oh, sure. That's Bobby Boris Pickett, who died on this date, 2007, at the age of 69. 2009, this American actress dies at the age of 86. She was part of television, uh, big shows that you would know, Kimmy. One of them, 1972 to 1978, identify the TV show. Can you tell me the name of that show? Maud. And then there's 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 Maud. That uncompromising, enterprising, anything but tranquilizer. Right on, Maud. Yes, she was Maud. Can you tell me who died on this date? about, darling, you are better looking now than you were. I swear it. And so am I, Walter. <laughs> I said, and so am I, Walter. <laughs> God will get you for this. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Florida. I forgot. Mr. Findlay isn't Carol's father. You see, I was married before. A lot before. <laughs> God will get you for that. Who played Maud, Kimmy? B. Arthur. That's right. Died on the state 2009. Can you tell me the TV show she starred on from 1985 to 1992? The Golden Girls. You're right. I think you did a fantastic job today, Kimmy. Thank you. Yeah, you did a great job on Way Back Wednesday. We're going to go back in time and honor something we talked about on Trivia with a golden age of radio. We mentioned moments ago that actress Ginger Rogers died on this date in 1995 at the age of 83. Ginger Rogers talks about her most proud performance, the one she was most proud of. But I think 
actually winning the Academy Award for Kitty Fall was how could I how could I win a, had a have a, had a better win because here I had these marvelous people Catherine Hepburn for Philadelphia Story and Martha Scott for Our Town and uh, Joan Fontaine Rebecca. Rebecca and uh, my film and then there were, who's the other one can't think who the other one was uh, but it was a pretty I should oh Betty Davis for the letter yeah she mentioned Kitty Foyle as her most proud moment from 1940, the movie, that is. We have the golden age of radio performance of Kitty Foyle. This is an actual independent performance. This is not audio lifted from the film. This is from 1946, and Ginger Rogers comes back in her role that made her an Academy Award winner. And we have that episode here for your enjoyment and as a tribute to Ginger Rogers. The year's 1946. Here's Kitty Foyle, Ginger Rogers, on The Riley and Kimmy Show. The House of Squibb presents the finest in motion picture entertainment, Academy Awards. The House of Squibb, manufacturing chemists to the medical profession since 1858, bring you Academy Awards. The pictures, the players, the techniques and skills which have won or been nominated for the coveted awards granted each year by the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences to each in his field for outstanding achievement. Tonight's picture is Kitty Foyle. Tonight's star is the distinguished RKO player, Miss Ginger Rogers. And now, Miss Ginger Rogers. Thank you. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My hope is that some of our excitement and pleasure in reenacting these Academy Award rules will be communicated itself to you through our performances. Also, it would be ungrateful of me if we were to do Kitty Foyle tonight without thanking the men who brought Kitty to the screen. So thank you, David Hempstead and Sam Wood. Kitty Foyle was written for radio by Frank Wilson with an original musical score composed and conducted by Lee Stevens. And our producer-director is Dee Engelbach. Academy Award, starring Ginger Rogers in her 1940 Academy Award-winning role of Kitty Foyle. Kitty! Kitty! Kitty girl! Yes, Pop? Shut that dang thing up! I can't, Pop! I can't! I'm going too fast! I'm on a sleigh ride! A sleigh ride. Well, it seems my whole life was spent on a sleigh ride. First it was Wynn Strafford, my mainline Prince Charming. But now it seems to be Mark Eisen, a good, dependable, trustworthy Mike. Mark, it was spring again in New York. And as Mark drove me home that evening, I had a hunch that this might be the spring of all my years. 
Here we are, Kitty. Pocahontas Hotel, home of lonely women. Uh, Kitty, wait. Yes, Mark. Kitty, will you... Will you take this ring? Oh, Mark. Well, you see, I, I've got lots of money tied up in this golden hoop, and there's no other way I can get any use out of it. Well, can't you find my finger, Mark? You... You did say yes, didn't you? I mean, it's, it's, it's all clear. There's no confusion. You understand what I asked you. You asked me to marry you, didn't you? Oh, that's it. Exactly. I got it. That's why I said yes. Kitty. What I'm getting around to... That, that fellow in Philadelphia. That's all over, huh? All over. Oh, then we're getting married tomorrow. Meet me at the hospital tonight, huh? Midnight. We'll go straight to Greenwich. Yes, Mark. I guess this will be farewell of the Pocahontas. Kiss all those dear old bachelor girls goodbye for me. <laughs> I'll kiss them all, and then I'll pack like mad. Okay. And meet me at St. Timothy's Hospital at 12. Smack on the dot. 12, smack on the dot, St. Timothy's. Oh, good evening, Miss Foyle. Good evening. My key, please. Thank you. Oh, will you make up my bill tonight? Oh, you're leaving? I'll say I am, Joe. I'm getting married. Oh, please stand for my bags around 11.30. Right. Hello, Kitty. When? What are you doing in my room? You sent for me. I sent for you? You sent back the ring. Uh, Kitty, remember what I told you? If you ever needed me or wanted me, or would have me, send the ring back to me. Oh, I forgot. I That wasn't what I meant. I sent it back because that was all. That was the end. Don't say that, Kitty. Oh, Kitty, there's no life for me without you. I want you. I need you. I love you this minute as I've never loved you before. But when it's too late. Five years, too late. No, Kitty, it'll never be too late. What we had can't die. I'm asking that we leave together for South America and be together always. Oh, Wynn, don't ask me anything. Don't let me think. Oh, darling, at last it all comes true. Will we live happily ever after? Forever and ever. When will we go? We sail at midnight. I'll be at the pier with everything arranged. Now, will you meet me there? Mm-hmm. Pier 48, mm -hmm. midnight. Mm -hmm. Oh, Kitty, I love you. Don't be late. Mm. Bye-bye. Wynn, I... Wynn! Wait, Wynn! Well, Kitty Foyle, here we go again. Maybe this time it's for keeps. You're making a mistake, you know. You're still on that sleigh ride. Oh, marriage isn't everything. What is it anyway? It's just a little piece of paper. A lot of fine things come out of that little piece of paper, Kitty. A home children. That's where Mark comes in again. And you'd be a lot happier with Mark and that little piece of paper than you ever could be with Wynne. You know what I think? I think you're wrong. <laughs> I remember you using those words once before. Remember way back when you lived on Grisgan Street in Philadelphia? And Pop, what a grand guy he was. <laughs> Kitty, I guess an old heathen like me never had any business trying to raise a daughter anyhow. I wanted to keep you from stubbing your toe. 
I thought you had all this junk rooted out of your mind. What junk? Cinderella and her blasted prince. Kitty, don't you see? It's... Oh, it's no good. Don't argue, Pop. I love him. Judas Priest. You said it. You mean you want to marry? Win Strafford? Mm-hmm. Has he ever asked you to meet his family? Pop, he doesn't even know I love him yet. Big secret. But I've never worried much about his family because I've got a funny idea. I'm just as good as they are. Kitty, by Judas Priest, you're going to break your heart. It was so easy to fall in love with him. You were doing it from the start. Falling in love with your boss. But there's no getting around it. Those were probably the happiest days in your life. Crazy but nice. Like the first time he took you to New York. I've never been in a speakeasy before. Best people in New York come here. And <laughs> uh, here we are, Mrs. Strafford. My last bottle of Strega. Oh, thanks, Giono. Uh, what's a Strega? It's Italian brandy. Oh, I know. You say if two people drink it together, they'll never drink it apart. When? Why did you bring me here? Well, four or five years ago, I got into this place at Giono's. I liked it. I liked it because all of a sudden I felt free here. Philadelphia, the main line, all of those things that order my life, they disappear the minute I enter that door. Well, I wanted to make a good impression on you, so I brought you where I thought I most likely could do it. Well, when I didn't mean to criticize you, Kitty. I was just... Yes. Kitty, I've got an idea. Will you go to the assembly with me this year? Me? Are you kidding? No, cross my heart. That's funny. You know, when I was a little girl, I, I used to read in the papers about the assembly in Philadelphia and mm -hmm. cut out the pictures of the society ladies in their beautiful dresses and use them for paper talk. Yeah, that's probably the best use they've ever been put to. I know they've got rules and a committee that goes over the list of those invited. And they come across somebody like Foyle, boom, and the next thing you know, you're being scraped up off the sidewalk. <laughs> you leave that to me. My mother's on that committee. Oh, uh -huh. oh when? Have you ever had a dream come to life right in front of your very eyes? No, but I'm still hoping. Is it a date, Kitty? I'm crazy, I know, but it's a date. Come on. Let's get our wraps and get out of this smoky den. Where are we going? I've got to go home pretty soon. We're going to Lake Pocono just for an hour. See the sunset. But it's already set. Oh, we see the moon rise. I'll get you home in time for supper. Come on, Kitty. Not much of a drive, and you belong in moonlight. Lake Pocono and Wind Lodge in the mountains, snug and comfortable, exciting, and a million miles from everything but moonlight. Remembering that night is like putting your tongue in a sore tooth, that same sharp little twinge. Funny how love makes a woman quiet and a man talkative. But Lancelot mused a little space. He said, she has a lovely face. God in his mercy lend her grace, the Lady of Shalott. Isn't that beautiful, darling? Tell me about beauty, teacher. Gladly. As you know, it's a man's duty to instruct woman in all subjects. Now you pick the subject. Well, I've only got a few minutes, but um, tell me where we are. We are in the Pocono Mountains, mm -hmm. situated in the state of Pennsylvania. No, no but um, where are we, really? In heaven? No. Nope. In love. Tell me about 
love? Well, first, there was a man. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And there was a woman. Uh-huh. Oh, what did the man and the woman do? Well, at first, they just hung around. Oh. And one other strange thing happened. What? They were sitting in front of a fire like this, and the firelight played upon the woman's face. And uh-huh. The man, for the first time, saw how beautiful she was. Looking into her eyes, he suddenly beheld all the wonders of life. So, immediately, he made love to her. Well, uh, didn't the woman object? No. She loved him, too. Why? Well. Because he was everything that she had ever dreamed of. Oh, my darling. I love you, Wim. couldn't go on like that. It just couldn't. Who did you ever think you were, Kitty Foyle? That you could live rent-free and forever in paradise. Didn't you see it coming? Didn't you know the magazine was bound to fail? Couldn't you tell that he would say the things he said because, well, being him, he couldn't have said anything else? Did you have to hurt inside as if he'd stabbed you with a knife? Yes, Kitty Foyle, you did. Well, the magazine's done. It's folded. It's finished. Ten thousand my mother gave me spent. Now what will you do? Me? Oh, oh, that's right. I'm out of a job. Yeah. <laughs> well, I might get one in New York. I can't let you do that. Why? Why not? Because it... It's just silly. Sides would be too far apart. Well, it is in China. Kitty. Well, this is kind of delicate, but... Yeah, well, go on. Your father isn't very well, and you're all alone, and it's too much for you to handle. Yes. I mean, I feel that I'm kind of responsible. It isn't your fault the magazine failed, and so... Well, until you get another job, I don't want you to have to worry about money. What do you mean? I'll just... just keep you on the payroll. It's only fair, you know, because... Just a minute. You don't need to worry about me, Wynn. I'm... Free, white, and 21, or almost. And I'd love you from here on out, or until I stop loving you. But nobody owes a thing to Kitty Foyle. Except Kitty Foyle. Kitty, wait. Kitty! And now for part two of tonight's picture, Kitty Foyle, starring the Academy Award winner, Miss Ginger Rogers. You thought you were off the sleigh ride, Kitty Foyle, when you took your shattered little pieces of pride and went to New York to ring the Liberty Bell? But you were wrong. Getting a job selling perfume, meeting a swell guy like Mark, hiding your pain in the crowds... No dice, Kitty Foyle. You were still on that sleigh, and you had a ticket in your heart for the entire trip. Molly, where are you? For heaven's sake, what's going on here? I don't know. I got home, and they started coming. Somebody's nuts. I know the delivery boy like a brother right now. You should see what's in the bathtub. Water lilies. And and look at these. A hot house (laughs) we got. A million dollars worth of flowers, and they're all for you. For me? Well, who are they for? Well, they're from Wynn. 
It's when. Come in. When? When? Kitty. When? How did you ever find me? I just followed my heartbeats. Here, presents. Shall I go outside while you dress, or can I just close my eyes? What do you mean, dress? We have a date tonight for the assembly. Only ours is going to be right here in New York. Oh, when? You remember. Hey, I I hope you like this dress. Oh, Golden Oh, when? Kitty. Kitty, I forgot to tell you. What? How much I love you. Oh. Oh, how much do you love me? If I said as much as you love me, would that be enough? Oh, darling. If that were true, there wouldn't be any love left for anybody else in the whole world. Having fun? Mm, I'm dancing in a dream. Our very own private assembly ball. At the Ritz. <laughs> Here, I've got something for you. Yeah. What? What is it? A ring, darling. Wow, well, odd. But it's beautiful. It was my great grandmother's. Oh. It's a symbol of eternal life. The snake eating its tail. You see. Oh, I see. A symbol of eternal life. My great grandmother to me and you and to those that come after us forever. It's our family. When? Why? Are you giving it to me? Kitty, will you marry me? Oh, I can't. You love me now only because we're not in Philadelphia. I'll fix that. Boys, will you play the sidewalks of New York, please? What's the idea? Oh, that's our song now. We're New Yorkers, both of us. Oh, Darling, no main line, no Philadelphia. Mm. Just you and me, me and you. Dear God, please don't ring the alarm clock for just a little while. Let it go on just as it is now. Just as it is now. Oh, he heard me. It's Sunday morning. Those are wedding bells, darling. Wedding bells for us. And so you were married, Mr. and Mrs. Winwood Strafford VI. Remember, you read it over and over when Wynn wrote it on the register of that little hotel in Gretna Green? There's no use denying it. Those two days were just about perfect. And then you went back to Philadelphia to tell Wynn's family. Hello, everybody. Wynn, dear, come in. You remember Kitty, Mother? Indeed, I do. It's so nice to see you again, Miss Foyle. Thank you. Do you remember my grandmother, yes. Jessica, Uncle Edgar, yes. Uncle Kenneth? Oh, glad to see you again, Miss Foyle. Well, the fact is, the name isn't Foyle anymore. It's Strafford. Kitty and I have been married. <clears throat> oh, why don't you say something? Or is she so beautiful she's taking your breath away? You'll have to forgive me, my dear. I just wasn't prepared for such news. You understand, don't you? Oh, of course. After all, it, it is a surprise. Shall we sit down? Will you have tea? No, no, thank you. When were you married, dear? Monday. I see. We thought, naturally, that Wynne would wait a year. 
But you understand, of course, that above everything else, we want you and him to be happy. That's first and foremost in our thoughts, isn't it? Oh, uh, yes, of course, my dear. Well, I don't uh, want to seem rude, but would somebody mind telling me what you're driving at? It's only this, my dear. Mother. You see, honey, I promised I wouldn't marry you for a year. Mother was going to take you under her wing and prepare you. Prepare me for what? You know, some school, some good finishing school. School? Are you kidding me? No, no, my dear. Let's keep calm. Now, look. Let's get a few things straight around here. I didn't ask to marry the Straffords. The Strafford asked to marry me. I married a man, not an institution or a bank. Oh, I've got a fine picture of your family conferences here. All the Straffords trying to figure out how to take the curse off Kitty Foyle. Buy the girl a phony education and polish off the rough edges and make a mainline doll out of her. <laughs> oh, you ought to know better than that. It takes six generations to make a bunch of people like you, and by Judas Priest, I haven't got that much time. <laughs> Fine words, Kitty Foyle. Well, back to New York and your old job. It's not living, though, when every time you hear a knock on the door, you hope it's somebody you know isn't going to be there. When every time you walk down a street, you think you see him coming through the crowd. And finally, you run into Mark again, and he takes you out for a drink. Poor Mark, he would pick Giono's. <laughs> Matter, Kitty. Don't you like Giono's? Good evening. Oh, uh, give us something kind of special, huh? Maybe Strega? Yes, yes, two of them. Kitty, there's something I want to tell you. Mark, you knew I was married. I... Yes. Well, I'm, I'm not anymore. I, uh, I got my decree today. Here you are. We haven't had any calls for Strega in a long time. Mark, I can't stay here. Mark, it's no use. All the time we're together, I keep thinking of him. And you're too nice to be pushed around, and it's only fair for me to tell you. I see. Let's say goodbye here, Mark. I'm a pretty good doctor, Kitty. But seeing you, I... I wish I'd specialized in heart trouble. You were ghost-ridden and haunted, Kitty Foyle. You ran until you couldn't run anymore. And then one day, an item in a Philadelphia paper. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Devers Gladwin announced the engagement of their daughter, Miss Veronica Gladwin, to Mr. Winwood Strafford VI. You thought you could only die once, but you learned. You learned. And time kept on doing business. The same old stand. Five years of it. Then they sent you down to Philadelphia to open a branch of the store. You were afraid to go, afraid of all the things it might bring back. But nothing happened until the afternoon of your last day, about half past four. I think I'd better have some perfume, too. Oh, yes, madam. Are you going to the opera or dancing? I'm going to the assembly tonight. I see. What flowers are you wearing? Oh, I hadn't thought yet. I'm glad you mentioned that because I usually have to buy them myself. Oh, in that event, I suggest Sanxit perfume with camellias or... Hello. Phone call, Mrs. Stafford. Oh, thank you. Mrs. Trapp. Oh, it couldn't be. Hello? Hello? Oh, hello, Wynn. Oh, you don't have to go to New York again, do you? But, Wynn, in the five years we've been married, we've never gone to the assembly together. 
Very well. I'm sorry, but I'll have to leave right away. May I send the perfume to the house with the other things? No. I'll make a selection some other time. The assembly. Tonight. Mrs. Wynne Stafford. Is that all, Miss Boyle? The package is ready to go for Mrs. Stafford. Yes, that's... No. No, wait. Here's something else. Wrap this up. This ring. For Mr. Stafford. You sent back the ring. Kitty, remember what I told you. If you ever needed me or wanted me or would have me, send the ring back to me. That wasn't what I meant. I sent it back because that was all. That was the end. Don't say that, Kitty. But it's true, Wynn. Look, you'll have to go. I'm sailing at midnight. I'm asking that we leave together and be together always. Pier 48, midnight. Yes. Don't be late. Oh, darling, don't be late. And will I live happily ever afterwards? Forever and ever. Forever and ever. Cab, Miss Foyle? Oh, yes, please. You gonna be gone long, Miss Foyle? Yes, permanently. We don't get many pretty girls here at the hotel. You might be sorry to lose you. <laughs> oh, Sam. Yes? I think that a young man will call for me a little after midnight. Yes, miss. Be quite excited, I think, very insistent. Yes? I want you to tell him that, um, that I admire him very much. And that I always will. Just a minute. I better write this down on my pad. You admire, admire him very much. And, and tell him that I'll never forget him. You will never forget him and... And tell him that I'll always love him in a very special way. You'll always love him in a... And then tell him that I'm being married tonight. You're getting married tonight. Hey, what is this? Where to, Miss? St. Timothy's Hospital, please. No, no. I've had enough of sleigh riding. Goodbye, Wynne. Goodbye, dear. But here's where I get off. If you enjoyed that golden age of radio production, be sure to follow the Riley and Kimmy show. We feature old-time radio shows from time to time. We have archived episodes available right now on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Some of them have old-time radio episodes on them. Please tell your friends about the Riley and Kimmy show. Help us grow. Our social media links are available on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. That's R-I-L-E-Y. And Kimmy, K-I-M-M-Y, dot com. If you friend, follow, and like us, we will friend and follow you back. Also, be sure to check out our website, events page, and our social media pages for updates where the Riley and Kimmy show will be appearing next. And we're available for your pop culture event and also those that are animal-based, about pets and animals, too. We have a spinoff show called Animal Special. So be sure to tell your friends about us. It's the Riley and Kimmy Show, the nerd variety talk show with daily pop culture episodes. The Riley and Kimmy Show. 
find archive podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy show at RileyandKimmy.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.